then you got my favorite, the economy part of it, Metaverse. So you got PayPal, you got Coinbase, MetaMask, uh, all these exchanges that are involved in the Metaverse. And so it's just... Basically, basically what Gabe had just said, if we ain't talking about money, you <laughs> ain't talking about nothing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Definitely take initiative. That's all I'm saying. Take initiative. Welcome to the initiative where we talk about how kings can grow together and take the conversation to the next level. My name is Gabe and I'm Skylar. This is the King's Initiative. But yeah, man, I know we hit on um, web one, web two and web three. Um, let's, let's, yeah, let's dive a little bit deeper, man. Um, yeah. Three. So uh, I just want, kind of wanted to, I have a little diagram here. I kind of wanted to just go through what web one and web two and web three, just for some listeners that may not understand. Um, what that means. So, so web one, like you said earlier, was that early 1990s, whenever, you know, or early 2000s, whenever the internet was finally coming into the picture. Mm -hmm. Um, And so this is called the information economy, where you have Google, Yahoo, AOL, uh, internet with the E, MSN, (laughs) and Netscape. Nobody (laughs) knows startup like we do. (laughs) No static uh, everywhere <laughs> if i could avoid any internet it was the internet with the e and so yeah so you have that the the, the main startups like the the search engines like yahoo aol google um, and then you got web2 which is the platform economy which that's where you got your facebook your instagram your snapchat twitter youtube tiktok so that is the you know the where you got your platform coming in um where people are actually being able to put stuff out content i didn't know uber was on there yeah so it's just like the apps and stuff yeah yeah like for for some reason i thought it was just social media but now that kind of expands my mind on lyft and bird and lime like all those transportations and even what's the where they deliver food what is it called DoorDash, DoorDash, Grubhub, yeah. and all that stuff. Well, so. yeah, Uber Eats is uh, Uber expanded there. Yeah, yeah. So like now, I I didn't know that, so it kind of expanded my mind too as we're talking about it. Yeah, yeah. So that is uh, what they call the platform economy on Web two. Uh, so Web three is essentially what we're transitioning into, um, and that is called the ownership economy, um, and that's where you got your Open Sea, you got your Big Cloud your Dapper Labs, you got these different, your crypto exchanges. So essentially where you're taking ownership of digital things, digital ledgers on the internet. And so yeah. that's why they call it the ownership economy. Um, and that's essentially what we're transitioning into. Yeah, this new area, uh, I'm sorry, era of, of the web. Yeah, no, that's awesome, dude. And the reason why I wanted to talk <laughs> about Web3, because it kind of, goes along with you know just a whole block or it does go along with the blockchain but it goes along with ar and vr because that's oh, yeah, also yeah. on the blockchain um yeah. so i do have a couple definitions for you some people don't know about ar it's just augmented reality and that's just technology that superimposes digital information over the user's view using a device 
So either a smartphone or a tablet. And the goal is to enhance the user experience with their environment. So I thought that was really cool within itself because you could be sitting in your kitchen and you could pull up your, your phone or your tablet and take a picture or look through it off from your camera phone and you could see something totally different sitting in your kitchen. You know what I mean? Like a, like a lamp or something along that lines. So yeah, I thought it was pretty cool seeing AR or the definition of AR and knowing that you could basically take out your phone or your tablet uh, and see like an image right next to you, maybe a lamp or a cool 3D image that pops up through your phone. Um, so I thought, always thought that was cool. And as for VR, virtual reality, I've got another definition for you here. It's just a technology that obstructs the user's sight and places the user in a virtual environment using a head mount uh, device or an Oculus. I know my friend, she has one. Um, I thought it was actually pretty cool, man. She has this little boxing game that we played and basically it, it transported us into uh, the mountains and we were able to yeah. box in the mountains or, um, and it had yeah. a cool like headset and music and a lot of background. Yeah. Um, and so she got it for, you know, working out and it, it is a different type of workout, but I just thought it was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've always wanted to try the Oculus. So that's, I, I don't know. I, I might get a little motion sickness, but, um, when you're talking about VR or in AR, um, would that be like Pokemon go? Oh man. Um, <laughs> yeah. you remember that? Cause they had like an AR, like a uh, button, you know how you could like put Pikachu, uh, you could throw a Pokeball at him, but he would be like in your front lawn instead of did you, yeah, do you remember that? I do remember that. That would be so cool. Yeah, because I remember it said uh, switch to AR. And I was like, what is that? But that, um, I don't remember like that, but I do remember. I do remember Pokemon, uh, Pokemon Go on, on your phone. That was like big back in like 2015, 2016 or whatever. Yeah. Um, so let me see if I still have it. On my phone. I probably don't. But no, I'm not going to do it. Anyways, it, it was, I, I do distinctly remember there was an AR button, like, and I did it once or twice, um, actually to show Beckett that you could uh, see a Pikachu or whatever, because he was starting to get into Pokemon a little, little bit. And so I re-downloaded it. Would it come out in 2016? Like, yeah. Or actually it was before, was it? Yeah, 2016. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's uh that's a, that's another cool way. I actually <laughs> had one that I was going to bring up um, and I didn't know I was using AR and VR until I actually did my own research about it. Um, so I actually right. took a couple courses on like anatomy and physiology um, and they made me download this human uh, anatomy Atlas app. And basically uh, okay. it was a virtual cadaver and wow. I had to find out where these bones these veins these muscles these arteries and so you know why why am i bringing this up or why is this something or why is it important it's just integrating a digital information and the experiences into real world understanding so they have potential to you know save resources which is time and money uh, while providing an unmatched and immersive learning environment to everyone from students to professionals so in that time 
I kind of checked off all the boxes, you know, as far as it being effective or being a safety protocol or even being productive. And the reason why I say that is because it was efficient because I was able to basically learn a lot of information in a short amount of time. Uh, just through that throughout the summer, uh, through this online course, and it was safety because we couldn't actually be in the labs because of COVID. Yeah. And so I actually was able to do this at home. I was able to do a lot of coursework through it, three to four labs within itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's awesome, man. I think uh, you mentioned that to me before, and um, how you you didn't know you were using this essentially this technology that. You said that, you know, you're like the blockchain world is something that people don't know that they have even messed with or tinkered at all. And so yeah. when they say, oh, that has no use for, for me, um, when you never really know that, you've actually really maybe have um, in some ways come across it. Yeah, for sure. Um, and just to give you, you know, some some industries that it's actually in it's in you know automotive manufacturing construction um healthcare military education uh and the big one that i probably want to talk about is real estate <laughs> and yeah bu buying property uh virtually um have yeah. you heard yeah have you heard about this <laughs> <laughs> No, definitely, definitely. And I think that's a great transition into the metaverse and kind of um, what that is, because I know that's a new word that's being tossed around and people are asking you, like, well, what is the metaverse, right? And you, you've, uh, I'm sure you've heard Facebook has changed their name to meta because essentially that is where social media and this new era of the web is going uh, metaverse, uh, I have kind of a definition here, is a network of 3D virtual worlds focused on social connection and futuris futurism and scenic fiction um, is often described as a hypothetical iteration of internet as a single universal virtual world that is facilitated by the use of virtual and augmented reality headsets. So we're talking about virtual AR and VR. That is essentially part of the metaverse and you were where you know you could go out and buy the oculus and essentially immerse yourself in the metaverse you said you know virtual land you can buy virtual land on the metaverse and it's actually become very lucrative to own virtual land uh in the metaverse and it's actually very very crazy i've mentioned this to several people and they have like looked at me like i'm insane like why would you buy <laughs> why would you buy property uh in essentially this fictional world and you know i i just i don't know i find it of value in this because that is essentially where we're heading as a as a uniform internet i guess this internet world and you know, I don't know a day that I've gone or can remember that I haven't used the internet. So I, you know, I am essentially going along where this world is going. And so, yeah. Um, so I'm trying to say is I'm, I'm not trying to be left behind here on, yeah. on this wave of, of new information and new technology. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. The first time I heard about uh, buying property virtually, 
I thought you must be crazy. And that was, <laughs> I was like, what? It didn't make any sense to me. Like, I don't even have a house right now. I think I would want to buy physical land before I buy virtual land. <laughs> right, then, right. But then I did the research and I heard about how you could flip mm-hmm. the land and make a profit off the land. So essentially buying mm-hmm. a piece of land next to, let's say, uh, Snoop Dogg's house or something. And um, I heard about this yeah, hookah, yeah. hookah <clears throat> lounge and everybody had their their meeting there and they're they're meeting virtually to to go over their plans mm-hmm. for the future. And all they did was put on a pair of goggles and, you know, they had it um, and then yeah. they saw their avatars walking around and all because it was next door to, you know, hey, yeah, the Snoop Dogg's house. That's great. And it was yeah, essentially yeah. like. It made sense of why it was cool, but as yeah. far as the utility in it, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna have to keep on you have to keep <laughs> on giving me more information, <laughs> you know. So I'm a little yeah, slow yeah. on the virtual. No, I can, get, so, I can deal yeah. with a, a crypto <laughs> NFTs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So essentially, this is just another form of that blockchain world that that we've been talking about because it all you know comes full circle and um because there are cryptocurrencies that you use in this world um one big one is called sandbox um so if you look up the map of the metaverse you'll see pretties with the big s over them big blue s um and that is the sandbox metaverse um and they have a token called sandbox and another token is Decentraland, which is Mana. And they are also another metaverse universe. And they use their own uh, decentralized token in their, uh, in their metaverse. So, I mean, this is just different ways of digital ledgers being used um, for different forms of technology. And billionaires are jumping into these waters of of this metaverse i mean bill gates says the metaverse will host most of your office meetings within two or three years i mean so most everybody in two three years uh you know they're gonna put on these oculus headsets and come together um for these meetings or whatever i mean look at look at what covid launched us into this new era of hybrid workplace i mean before covid who would have thought we would be working from home on yeah. zoom yeah i mean so so i mean i guess what i'm saying is never say never because i i didn't think we'd be here um being able to work from home uh so well, but back to the go ahead no well just for other examples you know like how we're doing interviews now we've done interviews over you know skype and zoom calls and teams microsoft and things like that oh but yeah, yeah one's a little bit closer to home how are we doing this podcast? <laughs> right, exactly. You know right. what I mean? We, we're, we're in two we're, different we're, cities. We're in <laughs> two different cities. It could be two different times if we're in a different time zone, but you know what I mean? It's uh yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a utility that we're using, you know? Yeah. So and there's definitely gonna be utility. Um, I know it's gonna take some time for people to see it. And like Skype, they had their chance to really be the top dog in the game because before Skype there really wasn't anything that you could have a video call. Nope. And Zoom really launched themselves once COVID hit. 
into the forefront of this um, video. Almost of, have. Yeah, and Skype's video. been around for a long time, too. I remember yeah. Skype back in 2008 or 208, <laughs> 2008, 2009. <laughs> uh, right, exactly. And so they really missed the bag on that, on being able to transform their their platform that's been around for a while to utilize what people were needing in a time of need like this. Like, how are we going to get people to work? How are we going to communicate? And Zoom really answers that call. So yeah, so I think there's definitely going to be utility. And I kind of want to mention some of these big names that are possibly going to be, or actually they are going to be involved in this metaverse. Um, so we'll talk about, I guess, first we'll talk about the metaverse gateways. So just some of the ways that you're going to be able to play or jump on the metaverse. I already talked about Sandbox and Decentraland. Uh, I guess we'll say Fortnite. I know a bunch of these kids are going to know these. Uh, Roblox. I, I don't know. Never, <laughs> <laughs> never mess with Roblox. I know it's very popular. See another one that someone might know. Oh, Grand Theft Auto. I know Grand Theft Auto. That one. Is, uh, is Clash of Clans on there? I don't see it on this one. But it, it, virtually everything is going to move into okay. this. I, I I assume into this metaverse. So this these are these are just gateways. There's there's a ton ton more of these gateways into the metaverse. Um, so avatar identity. These are just companies that are gonna uh, pretty much help you create your avatar. Like you're talking about your brother creating his 2K or whatever, creating his player, hyping him up with. Yeah, with no, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. And yeah, he, with the he gear. Fle- yeah, he flexed on me with the watch, and I'm, I'm <laughs> like, he's like, yeah, it's like 2,000 VC, and I'm like, what's VC? He's like, it's it's money. You can buy you can buy stuff. Virtual with currency. It. Yeah, and I'm all like, all right, that's cool. And then he goes, <laughs> he goes, yeah, I I got gift cards and I've spent real money on it, and I get I get cards all the time, and so I can build my character. Mm. And I have these new shoes, and then look at my Jordans, and look at this watch. Yeah. Look at my watch. Yeah. And, and then he's walking. I'm like, I can't even see the watch. Like he's walking in this virtual <laughs> way. I'm like, I can't even see the watch. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, the only, re- the only way he can see the watch is when you go to the avatar and you zoom in and you want to change the watch. Right. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, that is so nuts. That's crazy. Um, kudos. Yeah. I love it. Like you're enjoying something. I, I, I wish I had something like that at a younger age, maybe. I don't right. know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. then... You know, it it just goes into show that like at different times, place for you know different kids, right? Um, exactly. I played outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, most of us did. Yeah, for yeah. sure, growing up. But that just goes to show you that it's it's in high demand for these kids, and so these uh, these uh, avatar and identity companies, they're just gonna make bucos and bucos of money yeah. off of selling watches for their avatar or yeah. shoes. Um, and then you got the user interface um, and immersion companies like Oculus, Xbox, Apple, um, PlayStation, Samsung. I was about to say Sony. Yeah, Sony. They're all going to get in or they already are all involved in the metaverse in some way. And then you got my favorite, the economy part of the metaverse. So you got PayPal, you got Coinbase metamask uh all these exchanges that are involved in 
in the metaverse. And so it's basically, just basically what Gabe had just said. If you ain't talking about money, <laughs> you ain't talking about nothing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so I yeah, so that's that's my favorite part because I'll just go back to the virtual land. It's just another way of having passive income on the internet. Um, so essentially, instead of buying a real property on South Avenue Street or whatever, or Eight South Kelly, Eight <laughs> South Kelly, uh, you can. <laughs> you know how easy it would be to switch out that heater virtually. <laughs> exactly. And, and having the headaches of you know having real property, the pipe um, burst. Yeah, yeah. All the all the headaches that come with having uh having real property you just you the, buy the virtual bees yeah exactly <laughs> only gabe knows what i'm talking about right yeah. now dude <laughs> hey we're gonna have to show that video one day of me taking down a, a bee nest and almost getting stung and skylar recording from a safe distance and <laughs> by safe uh, distance i was inside <laughs> and he was outside <laughs> Oh man. Well, anyways, you can, yeah. <laughs> so this virtual land, I have a definition here. You can it's a blockchain that brings the very important feature of property ownership into the gaming world in contrast to the traditional gaming providers who own all the in-game infrastructure. This enables gamers to earn the right to own the piece of land in the metaverse and do whatever they decide to do with it. So essentially, if someone's playing like Grand Theft Auto, yeah, you can buy certain buildings or whatever, and I'm sure your brother will know a little bit more about this, but the software company owns the whole game. Whenever you own a piece of this metaverse, you own essentially the code that goes to that piece of property that you own. So you own a stake in this world, I guess. Um, and nobody else can enter it. Nobody else can do anything to that unless you give them permission, obviously. But there's crazy things you can do with this metaverse land or this virtual land. You can flip the land for profit. So at one point, some of some virtual land that I was looking at to, to buy was going for $20,000. That is no longer the case. I think the cheapest virtual land you can find now is anywhere from eighty dollars to $100,000. It is going <laughs> insane. Oh so just now, if I were to pull the trigger, I would have already made four or five times my money. But obviously, I didn't. I, I still want to buy because I know it's only going to go more and more because essentially there's only going to be, you know, so much property that you can uh, purchase. Uh, you can rent uh, their property to earn passive income. So you can rent it out to someone like, like an apartment or whatever, you can build on the land, um, make make whatever you want, uh, run businesses like virtual shops, sell your Nikes from, you know, put up a Nike store and sell the avatars, uh, their Nike shoes, and then just have social gatherings. So have meetings on this virtual land. So essentially anything you can do on real land, you can do on on this virtual land too. So it's a very hard concept to grasp, but it's just this is where we're heading. It kind of, so, it kind of yeah, makes it's, me it's think. Different. It kind of makes me think of a bigger picture of what what the next um, 10, 15 years might look like. 
if it, yeah. if we're already doing this, what's going to happen in the next 10 to 15 years? Is there going to be something to where we can't go outside anymore? Is there going to be something yeah. like we're setting ourselves yeah. up for success in a way? That's yeah. A little scary. Like, yeah, I don't, don't yeah. want to get conspiracy <laughs> theories on you, but. No, yeah, for sure. And it definitely answers the concern of where is climate, you know, our climate going? I know that that, that is a, a hot issue on how are we going to do this irreversible uh, thing that we're doing to our planet and polluting the air. And so maybe in 10, 15 years, it's too hot to go outside. Yeah. So where are you going to hop on to hang out with your friends? the metaverse, the virtual world, you know? So one movie that I recommend if you want to know exactly kind of what this world might look like is a movie called Ready Player One. And that is a movie that really shows you exactly what this is and what it can look like um, in the years to come. And so, um, because this is just the beginning of, of this crazy place that we call the metaverse. So, um what you got for me Scott? <laughs> I, I was just i was just thinking about all the times that you've been talking about ready, ready <laughs> and, and you've been trying to get this word out like how many times already and you, every time i've heard you talk about hey ready player one ready player one <laughs> surely sure enough we're gonna get this one out and it's gonna be for you guys so watch ready player one it's on hbo watch it Not on anything else get somebody's streamer or get somebody's <laughs> device and watch it but watch ready player one and you will know the metaverse i i, I was just, laughing off camera that's why i was laughing off camera <laughs> <laughs> that's the only way i know like people are like what the heck's metaverse watch the movie dude it came out in 2016 (laughs) that's awesome dude that's awesome oh man but no it that's good stuff man um yeah so it just it just makes me think makes me think there's there's another part of this world that is untapped and now we're we're finding new technology and we're, we're finally getting into it. I would say as advice and why, why is this important? Why are we talking about it is because somebody like me, uh, I know I get stuck in my ways just a little bit. I know change comes. And so I have to consciously think to change, or I have to consciously think, Hey, this is okay. Um, so if you're anything like me, be open to those changes, be open to those those things that that kind of come gradually and you didn't know that they were changing um until it was too late you're like well i didn't ever know about this you know i heard about it but i didn't know about it you know you always get those guys um yeah and yeah. I, I i kind of fall into that category just a little bit because i'll be like dang i wish i would have known but then in reality i'm like i didn't know for a long time i just didn't want to hear it and yeah so yeah so definitely definitely take initiative that's all i'm saying take initiative yeah yeah and i know i've hounded you for a long time to kind of immerse yourself in this world and and it is a a tough pill to swallow especially whenever it's a lot of information coming at you at one time and um and it's not just crypto it's nft it's not just nft it's metaverse it's not just this it's that and there's so much 
going on and it's very overstimulating, uh, it can be a tough world to come around to and, and to really try to understand. But like you said, you know, it's something that we want to continue to grow and evolve as human beings and not be stuck in our ways and, you know, kind of catch up uh, because, yeah, I don't, I don't want to be that one dude that said, oh, I was invested in Amazon in 1990, uh, 1995 or whatever. And I sold and I'm like, nah, yeah, I don't want to be, I don't want to be that shoulda, shoulda, coulda, you know, person. Um, I want to be, you know, I was there, I did it. Now I'm here. Um, I, uh, I did what I was supposed to do. Um, and I have no regrets. And now um, my life is- has changed for the exactly. better financially right exactly um and so uh, just setting up myself for future if it works out it works out if not at least i tried you know so yep um so yeah so that's where i'm at with with all that and why why i think it's important for us awesome. to talk about that's awesome bro that's awesome well yeah, i yeah. think uh I think that's it, man. I think we hit on a lot of topics uh, just with crypto, NFTs, you know, AR and VR, the metaverse. We we hit on pretty much everything. Crash course, huh? Yeah, yeah. It was definitely a lot of information. So um, I hope y'all stuck, you guys stuck with us uh, till the very end. Um, and, uh, and again, if you guys have any questions at all, please reach out to us on our page. You know, we are, we'd love to answer any questions. And we did this as an informational podcast for sure. Oh, uh, yeah. So let us know what you think of that. What what kind of, what, uh, what are y'all thinking about this podcast? Do you guys like more informational? Do y'all like us, you know, laughing or, yeah. I don't know, being more yeah. uh, <laughs> funny? Uh, yeah, yeah. So we'd have different, different personas, different aspects to us. Uh, we can, we have a serious side and we kind of dove into that with like the mental health uh and things like that but also that we do have like uh, an educated side we're we're not always class clowns you know <laughs> so yeah, exactly exactly so uh, yeah yeah for sure for sure um so i guess uh i guess we'll cut out for now and uh we'll see you next time king's initiative podcast was created and produced by gabriel morales and skylar rodriguez Peace and love, Kings. Catch you on the next episode of Kings Initiative.